This is episode 112 of the Lyrical Ones podcast. I am Cineo, joined, as always, ever. Alfluent, how are you doing this evening? I'm doing well. I got I got no action. I got multiple sets of headphones and no love. But it's good. You know, before pregame, I forgot what I was going to say on the podcast. Oh, yeah. I'm outside. I'm outside. Right. Basically, 112. Getting that slim. No, Tobias. No, hold on. But you're going to hit me with a piece of the creep. I mean, I love that song too, but, you know. Armando, what up? RGC. Oh, Suze the Subi. Alex, what's up? Oh, we got a Subaru now too. We got a, uh, we don't got the Outback though. We got the cross track. We out here. We got a uh, U3 Fit uh, retreat coming up in two weeks, four days, Nevada City. Check out U3 Fit at U number three Fit. If you're interested in joining a, a great healing fitness retreat community oriented um but you know it's episode 112 i'm doing well senio um alice wonders is in the building that's my baby um you next door um <laughs> just, just knock 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 right she's right there. support this is what it looks like support you know get the numbers up Run the numbers up. Um, yeah, it's, it's Wednesday. It's different. My headphones don't work. But, you know, they keep the hair back out of my eyes, so I'm cool with them for now. Um, Sydney, the world is wild. Uh, <laughs> China is having live, uh, you know, missile testing, live fire intestines. Just because Nancy Pelosi is visiting Taiwan, um, they wilding. How you living? Um, you know, I think <laughs> communication and language. That I'm. That's how I'm doing. I am realizing the power in communication and language. How we communicate with each other. How we frame things. How we over communicate, under communicate. Um, and I'm saying that because the beginning of this week, okay, so let's let's kind of rewind the tape. Lyrical opposition and Cineo, along with Man, what up? Stacks Records out of Sacramento. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the pod. So we had an event on Saturday and went really well. Um we had I performed, I was able to perform, right? We had um Bounce God, right? Bounce God out, out of Newark, California. We had Luna Jin. Luna Jin did an incredible acoustic set. And then we had Sap Sounds, who always blesses us with the, the utmost of right. um, just artistic abilities, right? So we had this great show. And then, you know, we go into our Monday meeting. And, you know, it's, 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 
always those things where you review, like what could you have done better? What could you have done in terms of preparation? What can you do now looking at hindsight is 2020, right? And the one takeaway that seemed to be most consistent in all the conversations that I had was communication. Really like pausing in the moment and knowing like, you know, what is being said to me and how, how am I responding in the most responsible way, right? And how am I acknowledging if I can't, right? So I'm communicating what is the tonality or where am I coming with in terms of how this is feeling, right? So yeah, communication, communication. It is um, something that I'm, I'm definitely, as the release of this child is coming, right? This release of this, the release, right? The premiere, right? And once it's out, it's out, right? It's out. Um, being, making sure that I'm keeping that in tune, keeping that intact, you know? Oh, definitely. That, you know, in, like I'm learning like the whole engagement, like engaging, just engaging, like flexing, like feeling the flex to the point of like absolute, like, oh, that makes such a difference for my workouts and engaging and grouping those muscles, right? Because so when the baby I'm communicating. Comes, time, time attention. Shout out to Young Wicked, my guy, brother, my guy. I'm communicating from my mind with the intention of engaging those muscles. It's the same thing as how I communicate with my partner as we explore parenthood. It's the same thing as I communicate with my business partners and and my team members, right? When I'm in lyrical opposition mode, I'm in lyrical ones mode, right? All these things play a role. And yeah, we outside, bling bling. So, so if the theme from the meetings, if the feedback you got was everyone focused on communication, what could you have done differently? Not necessarily better. What could you have done differently to be more involved in the communication process of the event? So, the the thing that I realized. Sometimes it's it's like you'll communicate to yourself barriers as to why you won't say certain things, right? You're like, like, oh, maybe this is the wrong time. Maybe this isn't the appropriate moment. And then before you realize it, that moment has passed, right? So it's like upfront, really clear when you engage with somebody, just asking them, what is their preferred forms of communication, right? That's like the best way. And that's something that I at times will do but I didn't do it this time, right? I just dive straight in, right? We're planning, we're prepping, we're engaging. And the first initial step is just asking, what do you prefer, right? Like, what is it that that I can do to best meet you where you're at? And how can we sift through what I best need so we make sure that we're, we're communicating on the best means possible? Now, I'm highly flexible. There is, um, I'm the type of person that, I'm going, I'm going to figure it out, right? You tell me what we going, what you trying to do, we're going to find a way to get to it, right? I'm never going to deny, dismiss, minimize, right? Everybody has something to say, so let's bring it all together and then let's hear it so that way we can find a way to mend that to get to the next page, right? So right. in that, it's about like, yeah, making sure you set that initial step with intentionality, with the, with the sense of like, understanding that some people have a preference that some people have a tendency that some people have uh, a way for them 
And for me being the person I am, where I am flexible and I am adaptable, starting in from that moment. So that's one of the, the, the things that, that definitely I can see like, yeah, as much as you may communicate, over communicate, just being aware of how a person prefers to communicate, right? Because that applies to your partner, that, that applies to your working relationships, right? Like what are the best means for me to deliver the message so you can receive it? Because the delivery method matters just as much as what I'm saying. Now, Sin, why do you think you created the barrier, created the limits on your communication? What do you think played a role in that? Do you think it was because of your familiarity with the venue and the space? Familiarity with the, the other performers? What do you think played a part in you setting that barrier? Like, oh, I don't need to necessarily communicate or need to ask that question from a you know forward thinking you know process of you know what do you need what what do you, what do you think played a role in that i mean sometimes well for me it was the excitement right just just like you you sometimes you do something enough right going back to that familiarity right i've done this enough for myself where there's certain aspects that you you forget to check boxes let alone if you even have a box to check right like this became a thing where i realized how much I haven't done this in terms of coordination, planning, prep, and events like many, many moons ago, right? That was something more, that I did on a regular. A hat. Not a new hat, but a different hat. Putting, that you putting, had a, worn, putting you know? the old hat back on, right? Yeah. Sometimes you got to remember how it fit because you get a headache. You ain't careful, right? Sometimes the hat fit better backwards and they do forwards better off to the side than it does any other way. And this is one of those moments where it's like, okay, you know what? I got to be really clear and intentional about how I approach this every step moving forward after this, right? Because it was like, as great as it was, I'm always looking for how can I improve, right? I'm always looking for room to like grow, to expand. And sometimes that means retreading on what were best practices, right? What were things we've done before, right? So it is a thing where it's like, that was a thing that I just took for granted. I was like, I'm so comfortable. I do my thing. I'm, I'm going to get up here at the Everybody good? Y'all got what y'all need? All right, cool. We're going to keep it pushing, right? And it's like, wait, what do you prefer, right? What do you need in, in just expanding, right? Man. So how does you balance the line through. with adapting and submitting or giving in or giving up on what he's trying to communicate? That's a good one. Okay, so the ba balancing, right? The balance comes from what is my capacity and my tolerance, right? Like giving up oftentimes is the result of, in my mind, exhaustion. And, you know, it's, it's in communicating, right? You got to leave room for the person to tell you that it's been exhausted, right? Because what'll happen sometimes <laughs> is that if you create accountability within the space, if you create accountability within a group, or within just the relationship, then you'll understand it's not so much giving up as, as, as much as it is giving space, right? Like giving up to me is like, it's not about giving up, it's about giving space, right? It's about when do you realize, okay, right now isn't the moment for this. And that this person right. may need this space to re-engage. And to me, I'm the type of person that I'm very patient, 
So I don't, I don't look at things in absolutes. I look at it as when the interval arises, then that's when it's supposed to happen, right? So right. to so me, people, that's the balance. People, right? what, they, what they do is they don't come back to the space, right? They, they retreat and, and call it giving up because they feel like there's no longer a space to communicate and that person may need you to retreat but the space needs you to come back to it to to give right that that energy that respect that vulnerability just to, that patience to listen and i think giving that creating that balance also comes from like setting boundaries right it's like this is as far as i'm gonna go in terms of my effort this is as far as i'm gonna go in terms of like my emotional invest investment it's like sometimes the conversation can take you emotionally to a place you don't want to go. And you got to say, I'm going to stop there and I'm going to come back to a baseline that allows me to be an active communicator, right? A listener, right? And being able to share my perspective. And I think being able to talk is like not even the minimum when it comes to communication. Because if right, you can't think, if you can't think about how it's being received or who your audience is, right, then you're not even not even doing yourself a, a good service in terms of your own perspective. Because you basically just word vomited at somebody, and they can't even understand. You know, I think we talked about this last week, right? It's like when I was in a space of giving recipe giving recipes. Right, giving ingredients to a recipe, right, without having it fully formed and cooked. So somebody can't digest it properly. It's not palatable. The words, right, the ideas, what I'm trying to communicate is not palatable. And sometimes, folks, like if you unseason, right, in your words, it, it can be frustrating for somebody to hear you and then not understand you. But then you got to check yourself, say, did I actually give them game? Or did I just give him pieces? No chessboard. I mean, shout out to Mrs. Cromartie. She, I remember we, we had this conversation and she was like, um, communication is key and comprehension is a lot. And then I was like, mm, I'm going to take it a step further. The door is the context, right? Yeah. Oh, you like communication that is key. Comprehension is the lock. And the door is the context, right? What is, what, where do these three things come together, right? Going back to that balance, right? When you sit there and you look at the, the communication, is, is the person able to comprehend? And then what is this about, right? The context, where are we going? Where is this leading us, right? It's one of those things where the balance a lot of times is understanding the context because then that will define the boundaries that will define how the rules of engagement need to look right it's going to be different on an intimate level with my partner than it is going to be in business right there's just going to be firm degrees that aren't going to be um accessible right i'm not just going to give the uh ability or the access the proximity to the parameters right it's so, like how far is this communication going to go right, according to the context, right, the setting, right, in terms of, right, what we are trying to accomplish. Like, I don't, like, if I'm just trying to get a lunch order together, together at work, 
right? There's is a certain amount of information I need, right? I need dietary restrictions, right? Any allergies. And most of all, right, I need decision making on right on what people want. But if I give parameters, right, and context and say this is the menu, then we not right, then we're not gonna end up off right off the road. Oh, definitely. And that's and that's the thing that's like um takes practice. It takes practice, right? I have done so many shows on my own or been invited to that now when I'm inviting others and I'm coordinating and I'm planning and I'm working amongst a group, the practice, right? What are the best practices? Am I keeping track of those? Am I looking at and reviewing those when I engage, right? I think that oftentimes we find ourselves in relationships and situations where we don't even think to even say what are the best practices? What, how do I even review? How do I even begin to- We didn't even think about practicing. We didn't even think about practicing. Right? We didn't even think about practicing. Let alone the game, let alone the game, let alone the game. Not even thinking about practicing. We talking about practice. We talking about practice, right? We talking about- like folks, In relationship, folks are not even thinking about what are the best practices or even like, how can I improve my skill set going into right this bond of communication? Because like it's the relationship, right? It's like you got you know friendships, you got all these different forms of relationship. But how many people are thinking, oh well, I got some right weak points, right? How am I going to get better going into this? And what am I looking to learn and grow? Right? So you go to play a basketball game, right? You say, oh well, I miss these shots, so I got to work on this, this left, right, dribbling left, my, my quick, man, my first step, I got to work on my hezzy, I got to work on my, my free throws, I got to work on my bank shot, I got to work on shooting from the corner, my rim, my rim, my mid-range, right? But what about in communication? What are you looking at in terms of, right, whether you being helpful, whether you, right, giving something that, some form of necessary information, right? Are you being kind? Right. Who is right? Thinking through those things in terms of how well do I communicate now? Right. Like this first date, how well did I do? Right. And where can I get better? Alice wonders with the engagement with yeah, the what question. pitfalls in communication to avoid. What has helped you discern the boundaries that need to exist? I mean, whew, pitfalls in communication. Um, I think the thing is the assumption, right? Coming in with an assumption that there's just like common sense is not common, right? Like we come in with these ideologies around what what this is, right? What life is, what people should be, what things are. And then we place these expectations without communicating, without disclosing, without inviting any room for interpretation of what those expectations are right. We just come in. Well, this is who I am. This is what I'm like. Well, no one knows you. No one has any idea to your own inclinations, habits, passions, preferences, like all these different components that make up who you are. Right. Are you being forthcoming and saying what those things are so that a person could be able to discern in the first place? Or are you then making assumptions and then not providing an adequate amount of time for a person to respond, right? There's all these, these levels of, right, where the pitfalls in communication become, let's lose sight of context, 
right? Let's exactly like we're we're in we're in a process of discovery of ourselves, right? Alice Wonders came through with that no one knows you, right? Like a lot of people don't know themselves, right? right. The core self, right? Like the core of who you are has been so detached or been pushed off and there's so much avoidance, right? Like I was thinking about this earlier as I was reviewing some of our previous episodes. I was like, are you hiding behind a smile, right? Or are you, right, finding avoidance and false joy? They're the same thing, right? right? You're putting up this facade. It's all good, yeah, right? You're, you're exuding this enthusiasm for life but underneath it all, right, you're that hiding like and avoiding. That's like being being in my twenties. I'm like we ain't there no more, right? Because there's people there now. There's people about yeah. to go into it. There's people who don't even realize yeah. that's where they at, right? Like the the real you, the core of who you are, the fundamental self, right? And I'm not I'm not saying the ego, right? The ego to me, right? Me communicating what it means to me, not what it means to you, is. It is the defense mechanism for all of the different auxiliary things that we've placed importance on to avoid dealing with ourselves, right? Oh, I'm just going to consume to no end, whether that be I'm going to buy the thing to detract from how I feel about my real self. That could be food. That could be clothes. That could be, you know, a trip. That could be so many different things, right? Because we see and practice others doing those things. So then we think, oh, I need to follow in the same line in same fashion. And the reality is as good as those things can be, as great as those things are, you cannot avoid you. As far as you can leave and as you can travel, as much as you can say, I'm done, I quit, you still got to do with, deal with you, right? Every and time. so, I, you know, I oftentimes find myself in conversation with people where I'm reminded, depending on the proximity we have, depending on where we are in this moment, right. right? You're not dealing with the real you. So how do I communicate to you? You're not dealing with, with the real you, right? Because in getting to know me, and, and a lot of times, right, it takes time, but people quickly see, oh, this ain't gonna get it, right? And it's not gonna be given in a way where, right, going back to what you were saying a couple episodes ago, I'm not gonna spearhead in terms of making the point to Pierce, right? I'm gonna come with the point of acupuncture, right? It's two different ways. Right. Making a point in one way versus making a point in the other. Is this point made in defense, right? There may be purpose in creating that distance in that space, or is this point being made out of healing, out of, out of a therapeutic need, right? right. Out, of out, of, out, of, out of repair, right? Out of, right, connection, right? Exactly, right? Am, am I trying to look, I even look for, right, where the injustice is, right? Where where is like the missing component, right? From that authenticity, right? From that sincerity. It's like, you are limited in your communication because I'm not even talking to the real one. But I think for me, what helped, I think what helped me discern the second half of that question, let's go back to that question. What has helped you discern the boundaries that need to exist. I think it come from it came from me. What's helped me discern is coming in with an open mind, open heart, willing to learn. And because I was willing to learn, I was able to set boundaries on like what's most important. 
And if everything is important, right, then there's no time to listen because I'm always pointing out where my issue is or my perspective. And like you said, that ego, what's important to me, communicate what's important to me instead of finding out what's important to the person across me. Because, I mean, you can find it. You can you can disclose it in finding it in others, right? Like, I can give it to you, right? And that was something that I also, you know, thought about, like, because it was, it was something we shared in, in communication and community, right, was someone not being aware to say to someone that they care about, do you want me to listen and not say anything? Or do you want my feedback? Right. How crucial... It is in so many situations when someone is getting ready to communicate as much as you may care, as much as you may feel the urge to have restraint, to exercise some grace, to allow that person to just, to just let it out. Right. Right. Because if they, if they, if they're seeking just your ear, right. Then being mindful is that exclusively what they're asking for and giving them space to frame that because we don't often we don't even realize it. We just get consumed in the emotional response of it, where it's like, well, this is what I feel. And then it's like, well, I wasn't looking for what you feel, right? I just want to say how I feel. And it's like, wait, let's step back. Do you want to hear what I have to say? And if not, it's good, right? Because there's always, the, the thing is, right? There's going to be a time and place for where that conversation needs to happen in response, in reflection, right? Even if it's not direct, it will find itself because, this person is coming to you with something and there's always so many different layers, so many different threads that knit this sweater together. Right. So we could come back around at another time. It doesn't have to be immediate. I can sit with it, reflect process, give you the space, the process too, to then depending on the, the level of relationship we have, then we can start to make a better sweater. We can start to make this something more. Right. You know what it is. Like uh, Sonia Renee Taylor, the author says, right, you can't protect yourself and grow at the same time. And so if you don't create that safe space for someone to communicate to the point where they can be vulnerable, sometimes they may just need to say out loud what's in their head and, and hear for themselves what's real, what's fake or imagined in terms of their perspective and how they process things and giving them the space to do that will help them feel safe later on. So they don't come in defensive, right. Or hostile when it's time for them to communicate later on when, when things matter or when things have more emotional bonds to them, creating that safe space for them to talk, talk through, let's know, Oh, well, I just been it for five minutes and I didn't need to hear anything back and they let me do that. So I'm going to come to them again and maybe get some advice next time and bounce ideas off of them so we can move forward together with some insight from both of us or all of us. I mean, trees do exist in the storm. Right? They survive. They survive. And if you there with the tree, Chances are you benefit from them standing in a storm, right? It goes in so many different ways. And it is a thing where it's like, yeah, like you, you hit it on the head. 
in terms of growth, right? If I'm in defense, right? If I'm, if I am blocking the sun from shining, right? Going back to the tree. If I'm intentionally just saying, I'm trying to avoid this, Hmm. then I'm not maximizing my ability to grow. right? Right. And that can be seen in so many different ways. And it's not to say that you have to immerse yourself in every challenge, but it is to say that sometimes in space and reflection and having that ability, right, to, to, for me, it's right, that discernment came from leading with love and compassion, right? Like having compassion for the person in front of me and understanding that it's not just this arbitrary, just binary thing. It's not just, it's not just black and white, right? Yeah. Being hard-headed means, okay, leading with love and compassion and being mindful that, okay, you know what, you got, you got your own thing. Everybody got their own thing. And it's not for me to minimize or place a value system on it. It's for me to just know that's your thing, right? And though, so from that place of empathy and compassion, I'm like, okay, where do we start to frame and build our foundation for communication? Where do we start to build? Because, you know, numbers are universal in many regards. And there's so many different fabrics and threads that prevent people from being able to truly express themselves and communicate. And mindfulness does play a big role, right? Having, having the awareness of self, the core right. self, right? The things that are true and have value to you, right? And then growing from that point to say, this is how I'm going to communicate. This is how I'm going to engage. This is how I'm going to show up, right? Something as simple as me just saying, yeah, I coordinated the show. It was great. I had fun. But now me being me, I'm looking for rooms for improvement, right? Whether that's from the external view or that's the internal view. But I'm always looking for that room for growth, right? And it's, it's you know, it could be as simple as someone saying, hey, bro, you need to change up your set. Because that happens, right? It's like, right. you did great. Well, but well, when that happens, right, for you to be able to receive that, right, you got to be in a space of not protecting yourself. Or feeling the need to protect myself. Being receptive right. to what's being said, right? It's like, they're saying that because there's there's a utility. There's a function in that, right? But if I'm so wrapped up in what I'm seeking, right? It's like, I want to do music, but I'm not doing music in a vacuum. I'm doing music to share with people. So what are people looking for? Look at what people are looking for. Look around you, right? Be mindful of the ebb and flow in the relationship because there's things being communicated to you, whether you want to accept and receive it or not, right? Now, some can find, you know what? Nah, I'm tuning it all out. There's a place for that. But if you're really trying to maximize, then you have to learn what does it mean to scale up? What does it mean to receive more? What does it mean to see more and, and go beyond that, right? What does it mean that, to seed more? Right. Like the seed, right? It's the seed, if the seed never opens up, it stays a seed. That's it, right? Right. It's one of those things that is so true. It's like the seed stays a seed. How magnificent it is when it becomes a tree, right? How the fruit can then be born to then it can be sweet, right? But it has to be one of those things. Is it willing to receive all that is around it, right? Can it take in? Is it in the proper place to grow, to be rooted, right? To then like provide, right? Because that is applicable to all of us, right? If we don't have an awareness, if we're not in tune with the communication channels within ourselves to know like, oh, you know what? I need to remove myself. I need to create space. I need to create boundaries. I need to withdraw, right? To put myself in a place to reset, to reflect, to process, to then be able to reciprocate, right? To be reciprocal, 
in this world that we function in, right? Then it becomes a thing where it's like, yeah, the seed stays a seed. The, the mind does not hatch. It does not crack open. It does not sprout branches, leaves. It does not receive nutrients. It does not receive water. It does not receive oxygen. It does not receive sunlight. Exactly. You ever watch uh, California poppies as they chase the sun as it travels across the sky? Yeah, they they all about it. They'd be like, hey, right. wait, 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 where are we going? But right, but they at the end of the day they pedals close up. And and they protect, right, what's on the inside. But as yes, soon as it's time to grow, right, they open up again. Yeah. And that transition, right, of right, when is it best for me to protect myself? When is it best for me to grow? Right. And how do I allow other people to know that they don't need to protect themselves around me? Right. And that we can grow here. Right. Is a is a skill set, but it's got to be a passion as well. And I think in art and especially in performance art, when you get on that stage, right, there's a vulnerability. Right. You say, OK, I'm here. I. I'm protected. I can't protect myself. I can't protect my music. I can't protect my art no more. Now I have to share it. I have to turn it to the energy, right, of the audience so that they can shed light, right, on, on how sweet it can be. Yeah, that vulnerability is key. It's super essential. Um, and it's not to say everybody just got to, oh, I'm going to be vulnerable. No, nah, it's not to say that. It's to to really say, you know, get in tune with who you are, get in tune with what you need, get in tune with the only you is you, right? Episode episode 112. 112. Only you. Only you is you, right? You know? And so it's one of those things where it's like, are you being mindful of what is it that you need, right? And are you reflecting, communicating, and sharing that with those around you? Because there are those around you, right? How close they are is dependent on, right? so many factors but it's necessary to let them know to what degree what it is and that's that isn't always through words right sometimes that's through actions right sometimes that's that's that can be from the removal of yourself from a situation that can be right, so actually we only this close exactly I had, to, I had to give them the step back right because it you know it's 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 important that we realize how important all levels of communication right from the verbal to the nonverbal, right from the from the the subtle gestures to the body language the mannerisms right are like it is a practice right the 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 as much as it can be passionate it can be dispassionate right it's not also about the feeling sometimes it's just about the doing right having it done rather than having it linger um i think that yeah with communication it's just, yeah, it's, it's such a crazy time right now to really think about and be aware of, like, as you were saying at the beginning, right? Like, what are you communicating when you have someone that is visiting from another country to then say, oh, let's pull out the big guns. Let's get the missiles. Let's get the tanks, right? right. You gonna, you you, how close right is your proximity? Because I know you if you can't see it, somebody going to let you know. Right, and it's right. like exactly. there's you so much close. being communicated. You you too close right now, and right. I have to implement a form of communication and let you know that there 
is tension, right? You are impacting the way things are flowing. Your presence, right? Your, Your presence. presence. This is my response. And, right. And like burnout is a real thing and people create burnout for themselves right, by overreaching, by overextending themselves. And a lot of times what you get in that recoil, right, and people ghosting, right, and it's more than just a step back, right, it's a get back on defense. I'm going to drop the ball and just get back on defense, right? Create, right, a turnover situation where there's no longer an opportunity, right, to move forward toward the goal. Right, and what, and what folks do, say, oh, I don't know that I'm burnt out. I'm not calling it that. I don't have the language, but I do know that I feel some type of anxiety. I do feel some type of overwhelmness. And what I'm going to do in terms of communicating is, right, vanish, right, and remove myself from the situation. And it is a form of communication. But it is not necessarily respectable, nor do you communicate that it's a safe space for further communication. And sometimes that's what people need to, right? Sometimes, right? Again, non-binary, right? Sometimes in engagement and relationships, right? People need to know just that, right? That there is no more right, communication from here, right? There's nothing, there's nothing left to say, right? There, there's this distance is is necessary, <laughs> right, Nando? This is right. This is this is this distance is is necessary, and that's as far as it's gonna go. I ain't and got people to be like, oh man, they didn't, say they didn't, you know, they didn't say they didn't say nothing to me, right? But if they feel threatened, right, this is people can understand this behavior and they call it disrespect or they call it immaturity or things like that. But sometimes, right, you gotta, you gotta step back and save yourself. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, when it comes down to it, right, you, you find yourself in a place where the actions then become defined and interpreted, right? It becomes art in itself, right? It's like, hey, I ain't got to say peace. I already said it within myself, right? I ain't got to say peace. I found it within myself. I already said my peace. I already said my peace, right? Like, I already I, found my peace within. I can, I, I'll, tell, I'll say it just like this. I'm, I am notorious, only you. Back to 112, episode 112, lyrical ones. I'm notorious for the step back. Right, I'm notorious for the we shutting it down, Nino Brown. Like, that's it. Because to me, it's it's once it's done, once I have said it's done, I don't need to tell you it's done. I don't have to, I don't have to do anything else, right? Because what I found in this world that at the the most, if I want to change the world, I gotta change how I see it. And if you in my view and you no longer in my view, well, guess what I just did to the world? I changed it, right? Yeah. A lot of times we seek this huge, magnificent outcome of ideals of what we want, yet the real challenge is, what am I going to do 
for me in this moment? What am I going to hold myself to? What am I going to commit myself to? Not you, not anyone else. It ain't got to be not a soul, not a body. It just got to be me. And I'm going to change my world as soon as I... I change right. directions now, right? So now that's a bit, that's a boundary that looks like this. But when people create boundaries that look like this, right? As they walk by, it looks different every few steps. And so if the boundary looks different. If it's porous, right? If it got holes in it, if the boundary got holes in it and one day it looked done and the next day it don't look done, then you miscommunicate if it's done or not, right? You See, miscommunicating because every every step you take, you say, "Oh, well, it's it's cool. Oh, it ain't cool. It's cool. It oh, it ain't cool. It's cool. Nah, it ain't sweet to do that, right? You harm yourself if the play, if the situation is not serving you, right? And you harm the person. So, like some people navigate right in harmful ways, right? If they hurt people, hurt people, right? True. And what happens is heal people, heal people. And not everybody ready to be healed, right? Not everybody ready for healing, right? Not everybody ready for health, right? That's that's that is a reality that not everybody's ready to for health, to, to for health, right? They're not ready for health. So sometimes we get. I mean, I've been there. I've said it. I said it just last week. I wasn't ready for little opposition because I was in a place of harm. So when I see that there's healing going on. All right, I retreat, right? I understand there's a boundary. Even if it's not spoken, I respect it because I had a, I had enough insight within myself. I had just enough insight within myself to know this is where I am to then be able to be like, okay, you know what? Let me not go that way, right? But then once I've healed enough, once I've found myself, right, the interval comes back around, I'm ready for it, Right. Because, yeah, this is where I'm at, 112 episodes later, right? We're talking about beyond 52 weeks. I don't even know, what is it, 50, we have, uh, 60 something now? It's one of those things where, yeah, right? It's eclipsed my comprehension just on a, on a reference level, right? Just the level of involvement. But in the past, I could be like, all right, I'll pop up at a show. All right, it's been real. Love, I'm on my way. That, that was the case. That was the case. That was a reality, right? right? That was, right, a phase of the scene. Right, a phase of the growth. Right. Even before that, y'all was going to E3. I want to go to E3, but I know I ain't gonna be able to do that because it's like, hey, you know what? All right. right. I can't, I can't, I ain't even know where I ain't even ready yet to even say something. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm like my my inferiorities and securities, I'm like, y'all really good people. I remember outform from back in high school, like. I, that, that that level of warmth, uh, I don't know. It's cold outside. I'm still outside. I'm, I'm, still, I'm, still, I'm still outside. I'm still outside. You know what I'm saying? Jade Kiss. But it's one of those things, only you, bad boy, locks. But anyways, episode 112. The thing about it, right, is that when it when it comes down to it, not everyone has that that insight, right? Not everyone has that, that discernment, that ability, even in the mix or the midst of their own pain, their own harm to know, right? Sometimes we find ourselves in a situation where we all in harm, there's a situation for healing, we don't know how to respond and receive it, we make things more harmful, right? Right, right, and so sometimes, right, folks is, has been been in that harm so long that when there's an opportunity for healing, 
all they can say is, you better take my name, take my voice off the track. Right? Sabotage. Right? You know, sometimes, like, not. Sometimes you need the big name to draw attention to, right, the big harm. Right? Sometimes you got to handcuff yourself to the bank. Right? Where people paying attention to the money for them to pay attention to the earth. Right? Sometimes you got to, right, talk to the talk about the queen so people will pay attention to the jester right and the harm that's been caused right and for and for artists as they right, as we navigate we so far away from the label right in the in the studio and the producers looking out for the artists on a mainstream scale and like we get some goodwill things. Sometimes you say, I'm gonna take these vocals off just so we ain't talk about it no more, because I don't need to be affiliated with any of this energy anymore. Right? Completely right, go back on defense. Right? Cause I'm already up in the score. So I'm gonna just play defense now. I'm uh, I'm up 40. It's good. I mean, you like, could be low. You could be negative. You could be in. You could be in. The, you could be you're right. Exactly. You know right. Go you either be behind, way. Right. Behind you could be so behind. And, and, still, and right. And have one hit point left and say, "I'm gonna play defense." Right. Right. Exactly. One hit point left. One hit point, one hit point left. left. And and get to your say. Right. Get to your grace. Little bit right? of help. Little bit of help. Little bit of help. Let time run out. Wait for the pizza to show up. You know, whatever. Whatever you're healing looks like right you gotta you gotta sometimes you gotta wait for it to say i'm gonna play defense for a minute and there's a lot of people who've been through harm finding that out but what they do right they play so much defense that they miss the opportunity to shoot they miss the opportunity to move forward toward their goal they miss the opportunity to score again and true and that's a, that's a real thing. And people right, try to balance that all the time, navigate that all the time, right? That harm and healing and when they're ready for health again. And sometimes they, they struggle seeing their, seeing their health in the defense they're playing. Because they've been hurting so much that they don't feel healthy, but they actually practice in healthy habits by removing themselves from situations and from people. And sometimes we need to take it a step further in their healing and then like find the opportunities to, to go forward again. Is that yeah. transition? Transition, them pivots, knowing how to transition, knowing how to pivot, right? Knowing that in the moment that being flexible means a lot right having that ability that elasticity right to be elastic right to be able to like you know can you being being strong exactly right the expansion right the contraction right the maintaining the maintenance of the form as you go through high stress right your range right all of these different right the play on words means so much because they add the grounding and the foundation that's being laid for how we engage with each other, 
right? right? When we talk about communication and then we talk about comprehension and then we talk about context, when we talk about the defense, all of these different components add up, not only to the whole you, but who you are in the mix of community, in your family, right? In your, wherever you are, right? It's one of those things where it's not explored or defined enough and it's important to take those moments to step back and to see, okay, in reflection, right? As I process what's going on, as I see what's going on, is this my withdrawal from a moment? Is this me diving in more? Is this me maintaining where I'm at? And, and who am I communicating with and who am I around to let them know where I'm at in the process, right? It's one of those things that, yeah, people oftentimes don't even take the time to think about or are cognizant of, right? To like, nah, this is who I am. And it's set. And it's like, wait a minute, like the world's ever evolving and changing. The tree is in the storm, right? You ain't there. You don't know, right? The tree in the storm, when it when it's nice outside, we're going to go for the, the hike. The tree in the storm digging. You see it afterwards digging. like, oh, man, the tree was in that it's storm. so magnificent. People didn't even pay attention. People can't even pay attention. Oh, those trees just went through that, just survived that storm. While you ran from it. You was in the house. The tree was outside, right? The tree been outside. The tree been outside longer than you been in the house. The house you at, the tree, the tree been where it been. You just got there, right? You only, you there on vacation. The tree lived there, right? That's people holding their emotions, holding their feelings. That's your favorite entertainer. That's your mama. That's your brother. That's your, the, the person at the corner store. They been there. They've been in a storm, right? right. I, don't, I don't like this. You in a storm. Do you know you in a storm? Man, okay. do you know you in a storm? Right? Because the right, tree's so, been in a storm. All right, sorry, Sydney. So we got, we got practices of like simple questions like, what do you need, right, from me, right? Or what do you need me to communicate, right? Just asking a question. Yes. Right, moving forward to improve communication, right? Asking what someone may need. Right. We do we have another performance coming up? And then do we have something jumping off in Monterey in September? Do do we have right? Do do, do we? we have do we do we have a song a day? Do we have do we have new songs per day jumping off? Do we so, have more, more Earth Girls popping off? So, so this is the thing, right? If I if I remember correctly, it is going to be on the Sunday of August, August twenty. Let me make sure I got this right. August. Make sure, make sure, make sure. We right, we good. Sometimes you gotta make sure. Time is is uh as much as it's relative. Sometimes it ain't that relative. Sometimes it's like, you better be on point with it. Don't get lost in it. So the 28th, August in Oakland, New Parkway Theater, we will be showing reentrification, right? Re Man, we in August already? We're Last August. week it was July and it was like next month. We here. We here, right? We here. here. So August 28th, we have reentrification. Our Lyrical Opposition Documentary Screening, August 28th, Oakland, California, the New Parkway Theater got a movie lyrical ops got a, a movie, movie. Um, a film a documentary directed by figo navarro figo, figo navarro 
check out the This Is Figo Navarro playlist on Spotify because Spotify didn't make that. I did. <laughs> um, you know what I'm saying? All right. So, so August 28th, Sunday. August 28th, August 28th Sunday. New Parkway Theater. Early in the day. You say early in the day? Early in the day. It's, it's, I think it's at 12 or 1. So it ain't no so nighttime event. That's, that, is a, that is an artist <laughs> response. Hey. That is a time hey. I need to put it in here. Hey. Early early in the day. Come early through. in the day. Early in the day. Check in. Look opposition. At Stay tuned to live for one. You know, at. Oh, look at this typo on this pinned. Lyrical. Oh, man. Oh, Lyrical. Who was? Who was really cool ones. Let's uh, let's do that other way real quick. <laughs> check check out the podcast at Lyrical Ones. Uh, follow at Lyrical Opposition to get updates on the reentrification film documentary. Um, shout out to all the folks involved. Shout out to me, Wildin', um, with these typos. Wildin', we we got more stuff. We got more stuff coming up. We got surprises coming. Just stay tuned for updates. Definitely got surprises coming. There's yeah. some some bigger things. We're we just got, growing. We We're scaling up. We we got we got, we got movement. Just it's just there's always it's just gonna movement. be something. Folks, just remember there's stillness and there's movement and learning when to be stable and when to be mobile, right? Is how you protect your your yourself, your posture, and your people. Mm. Sometimes things need to be stable, sometimes things to be need to be mobile. Person, no. posture, people. No, we do. We do what we do when we pivot. It's practice. This is practice. This is, this this is, is practice. practice. This is practice. This is a practice, y'all. Come through the next practice, episode 113. We we got to. Through all the moving. policies. Affluent, any final words or thoughts for the people of episode 112, Lyrical Ones? You know, protecting your posture your people, your perspective, your peaches and cream, right? Protect what's sweet to you, you know, because it ain't sweet to everybody else. You know, look out for your people because, you know, sometimes what you think is good, people may not like. Sometimes what you think is good about you, people may not like. So protect your heart when it comes to what you know is in your truth, what you know is good about you, regardless of what anybody else says. Oh, I got that laugh in there. I saw that. It was hard, but it was a laugh in there. Someone was rocking with it. Um, yeah, you know, it's episode 112. 112. You know, and it's lyrical ones. Shout out to Guilty Clothing, Mr. Banks, the homie Pee Wee. Guilty because of the color of my skin. You know what it is. We always got the people behind us. And in front of us. Oh, that's for sure. Community, lyrical ones, as we often do at a time like this. This time.